What's up and what's going on? Welcome to the Fantasy Food Truck Podcast. I am your host, Adam McGill. You can follow us on the Twitter at Fantasy Food Truck. That's F-A-N-T-A-Z-Y-F-O-O-D-T-R-U-K. Today we have a Fantasy Food Truck Quickie. Fantasy Food Truck Quickie. Today we will discuss uh, the most recent fantasy news uh, most recent NFL free agency news and kind of talk about how it relates to you and your fantasy team. Uh, first off, we're going to start off with Isaiah Peed. Uh, he's a running back out of Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, played for the Bearcats, uh, was drafted by the Rams a few years ago, played with the Steelers for, for a few games last year after they had some, some injury troubles uh, down the stretch. Uh, he signed with the Dolphins. Why this is important, if, if you've listened to the podcast or followed me on Twitter, you probably know that I'm a big Jay Ajayi fan. The only issue with Ajayi is his health, and, and I think the Dolphins actually realize that. Uh, so, so it'll be interesting to see if, if Ajayi can stay healthy, if he will be the lead back on the bell cow. The Dolphins have came out and said that they believe in Ajayi, that they feel that he can be the bell cow. However, his health is the biggest thing. Uh, with them going out and signing Pede, uh, again, it's it's very interesting to see uh, how and what they do in, in the upcoming draft here at the end of this month. Uh, if if they don't do anything, which which will surprise surprise me and I, I think a lot of people a lot, uh, then then Isaiah Pede will be an interesting back to watch, especially with the the health concerns uh, that we've said more than once about Jay Ajayi. Uh, moving on, Brandon LaFell signed with the Bengals. Uh, this is a somewhat of a big move, even though LaFell couldn't catch uh, really any ball that was thrown to him by Brady last year. LaFell had, had a pretty good couple years prior to last year, uh, and now comes in looking like the second receiver uh, on, on this Bengals receiving core. Uh, obviously, the Bengals have guys like A.J. Green, um, Tyler Eifert is their tight end. They have, they have Gio Bernard coming out of the backfield, who's a pretty good pass catcher, as well as Jeremy Hill. Uh, and then Brandon Tate looks to be uh, the third receiver on this Bengals offense. Th this will be an interesting team to watch going into the draft. I've seen a lot of, of, of experts and analysts mock guys like uh, Josh Dotson out of TCU, uh, who I believe will be an immediate impact if the Bengals do go after him. Uh, I've heard a lot of guys say that, that the Bengals are really high on, on Ohio State's receiver Mike Thomas. Uh, so it'll be very interesting to see what the Bengals do. I think they have the 24th pick in this year's NFL draft. Uh, so it'll be very interesting to see what they do. And, and if, if LaFell goes into camp and even the regular season or the preseason for that matter, as, as still their, their number two receiver. Uh, Jared Cook, uh, the tight end, recently signed with the Packers. Uh, Jared Cook spent you know most of his career if not all of his career, with, with the Rams, and, and really never had a, a solid quarterback. Jared Cook is, is, in my eyes, underrated from an athleticism standpoint. Jared Cook is, is similar to a guy like Ladarius Green, who the Steelers just signed. Now, the difference between Jared Cook and Ladarius Green is that Ladarius Green has played three, three or four years with, with a guy like Phillip Rivers, uh, whereas Jared Cook has played three or four years with uh, Sam Bradford, uh, last year it was it was Nick Foles uh, for the most for the majority part of the year. Um, you know Austin Davis when when Sam Bradford would go down. So 
and, and, and there's many other quarterbacks uh, that are below those names that, that Jared Cook has had throwing him the ball. So, and, and the Packers have never really been a huge tight end focused offense. And I think with them getting Jordy Nelson back, uh, Aaron Rodgers will, will focus heavily on Jordy Nelson. And it really won't surprise me if Jordy Nelson breaks a, a uh, target record this year with as many times as, as Aaron Rodgers, I believe, will target uh, Jordy Nelson. But, but it'll be interesting to see how Jared Cook fits into the Packers offense. Uh, again, I have I have a lot of, of sleeper picks, guys that, that I feel are are value. Uh, and as as we get into the offseason more and get closer to the preseason and draft time, I will talk my personal draft strategy. But Jared Cook is definitely a late round value guy. I uh, I don't think uh, many guys are going to be picking him. If you're in a 10, 12, even a 14 team league, you know I, I think as you get into the 12 and 14 team league, leagues later on. Uh, Jared Cook will be drafted, but I, I think in your 10 teams, uh, you have a very good shot at getting Jared Cook towards towards the end of your draft, and I, I would very strongly recommend uh, maybe not making Cook your only tight end, uh, but, but you could definitely spend a second tight end pick uh, in the last couple rounds of your draft on Jared Cook. Uh, next guy that, that I want to talk about is Stephen Ridley. Uh, Ridley played for uh, the Patriots. As, as you may remember, uh, then he went to the Jets last year after he was hurt. Didn't really play a whole lot with the Jets. Uh, he has recently signed with the Lions. Why this matters, uh, the Lions drafted a guy in last year, Amir Abdullah, who was a, I think, a top four or five uh, round pick in fantasy. Um, and, and a lot of people had high expectations, especially after, I think it was that first preseason game. Abdullah never really reached those expectations. Uh, but with, with the Lions releasing a guy like Joyke Bell, I, I think a lot of people, including myself, thought that, that the Lions had, had a lot of faith in, in Abdullah. Uh, with the signing of Ridley, that gives their backfield to, to four main guys. They have the, the aforementioned Amir Abdullah. Uh, they have Theo Riddick. Theo Riddick is, is a very good uh, pass-catching back. Uh, I think that they could use Riddick on third downs a lot. Uh, and and I, I think they will continue to use Riddick on, on third downs a lot. Uh, but they also have a guy, Zach Zenner. Uh, Zach Zenner was the uh, preseason stud uh, probably of all time last year. If you played DFS and you played Zach Zenner, you probably won some money last year. Uh, you know, Zach Zenner came into the season as the fourth running back on, on the roster. Didn't really have a whole lot of chance to play, but after a few guys went down, I think Abdul had a, a concussion and, and Joyke Bell still wasn't, wasn't fully healthy yet. Uh, you know, Zach Center actually had a chance to play. Uh, I, I think he ended up cracking his ribs or, or, or something. He ended up getting injured um, and, and was out for the year. So it, it'll be interesting to see how this backfield shakes up uh, in 2016 and, and going into 2017. Uh, I think Stephen Ridley is, is, is very much in play. Uh, I, I would downgrade Amir Abdullah's draft status and draft stock, and, and I'm kind of inter interested to see where Abdullah's ADP is this year to see how high people are actually taking him because I, I think that Ridley will take snaps from him. Uh, I think that uh, one of Abdullah's biggest knocks last year was his pass protection, uh, and I think with having Riddick, who's, who's a very good uh, back uh, in, in, in the receiving core, I, I think they'll throw him in there on third downs. Uh, so I'm staying away from the Lions uh, running back field from now. Uh, you know, again, I might look at, at a guy like Zach Zenner and some preseason DFS 
But other than that, I, I think I'm staying away from 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 their backfield as a whole. Uh, next, I want to talk about Nate Washington going to the Patriots. Again, you know, as, as we talked a few weeks ago about free agents, uh, you know, Nate, Nate Washington left the Steelers and went to the Titans. I, I, I wouldn't say that was a great move for, for Washington. However, I, I, I wouldn't say that was a bad move. Uh, Washington won the Super Bowl with the Steelers the year prior to leaving to the Titans in free agency uh, and, and was, was a, an average receiver. Uh, with with the Titans now now going to the Patriots I think that Nate Washington could do something however keep in mind that the Patriots still have guys like Edelman they still have guys like Gronk they just signed Martellus Bennett they just signed Chris Hogan so we have no idea what Belichick is going to do with Nate Washington he could Washington could come out of camp and be the number one receiver or Belichick could cut Washington coming out of camp that that's the unknown with the Patriots that, that unfortunately right now we can't really talk a whole lot about. Uh, the next two guys, are, we're, we're going to go back into the backfield. Uh, David Johnson uh, from the Cardinals didn't really make a move, uh, didn't go anywhere. However, Bruce Arians did come out uh, and, and say that, that Johnson has earned the right to be the bell cow back uh, on this team. Uh, be, be aware that, that Arians is, is as blunt and as honest as a coach as you will find. However... Arians likes to switch things up. Uh, I can't remember when the Steelers won the Super Bowl a few years back, uh, and they had Bettis and, and Willie Parker. And there was talks that Arians might want to put Bettis at fullback and put uh, Willie Parker as, as the running back. So, so keep in mind that uh, Arians likes to switch things up. Uh, so so I, I wouldn't be surprised if you, know, you, you see a combo backfield with with Johnson and Ellington, or Johnson and, and, and CJ2K. Uh, so, again, I like David Johnson a lot going into last year. He was a late-round pick for me that I ended up dropping, uh, and somebody else picked off about halfway through the year. Uh, again, not going to waste a first-round pick on this guy. Don't even know if I'll waste a second-round pick on this guy. Again, bi big on receivers in the first couple rounds. I think that's really what wins your league, and that's what won me my league last year. The last guy that I want to talk about, and then we'll wrap this thing up, is, is Will Johnson. Uh, when I say Will Johnson, I guarantee you 99.9% .9 of you out there who's listening to this say who. Uh, Will Johnson was the, the fullback or halfback for the Steelers last year. Uh, in, in week one, when Le'Veon Bell was, was out for his suspension and D'Angelo Williams was the starter, the Steelers went with Will Johnson in goal line situations. Will Johnson had three goal line carries on one drive and failed on all three. So why am I bringing him up? Uh, the Steelers obviously had some sort of, of confidence in Will Johnson to be a goal line back. Uh, Will Johnson went and signed with the Giants, which we don't really know what's going on in that backfield right now. However, Will Johnson was a great halfback for the Steelers. The Steelers just ended up finding a, a, a better, younger halfback in Roosevelt Nix, who used to be a defensive lineman, I think, out of Kent State. Uh, Roosevelt Nix likes to hit people, uh, and, and so does Will Johnson. So, It'll be interesting that a lot of people have been mocking uh, Ezekiel Elliott to the Giants. Uh, so it'll be interesting if, if they do go that way. And then you have Will Johnson as a halfback leading the way for, for Zeke Elliott. Uh, I think that, that not only uh, will that boost the Giants' offense, but I think it boosts uh, Zeke Elliott's stock uh, with having Will Johnson as his halfback. Again, not a guy that I think anybody is really going to draft. And in reality, uh, you may not even play in DFS unless, you know, everybody on, on the Giants is hurt. But, but Will Johnson is, is a guy that I think will benefit 
or, or, or the running backs will benefit from having Will Johnson on the team. Um, but again, guys, uh, other than that, that's really all, all we have for today. Just kind of want to update you on, on some of the free agent moves. Again, we will try to update you guys as, as time goes on, as we get through the offseason. Uh, we'll come back with a, a post-draft uh, podcast. Uh, as, as, as well as some, some uh, pre-fantasy draft strategies that, that I use, uh, that, I, that I strongly recommend using in your own personal drafts. But as for now, see you next week.